Hi, Jamila. Welcome to 11 Questions. Hi, thanks for having me. Nice to meet you. My first question for you is, are you a tea person or a coffee person? I'm definitely a tea person. I don't really drink coffee. <laughs> What's something that makes you happy? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, my dogs really make me happy. My family. Uh, watching a really good uh, K-drama. Having some good food. I guess lots of things make me happy. <laughs> Did you always want to be a graphic designer? I actually said that I wanted to be a graphic designer when I was in middle school, but I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I was just like, it just sounded cool. like, graphic designer. But I didn't know what that was. I actually went to school for environmental science and sustainability. And then I had ended up making my own major. So I put art and science together. And then I ended up getting like some experience working in the Department for Student Affairs and things of that sort. And I ended up doing some like graphic design work for their different programs. And that's actually how I got into graphic design. Yeah. So I didn't actually know I wanted to be a graphic designer, but I just really liked doing that. So then I got more job opportunities in that area. I just kept going with it. And what usually inspires your designs? Uh, definitely people and um, just like the different struggles and things that we experience in the world. I just see that there's a lot of problems that we face. And I always feel like there's a solution to it. And I think creativity is at the core of those solutions as well as solidarity and empathy. And I think good design, smart design has that at its core. So that's what inspires me to keep designing is to uh, be a problem solver. What are your tools of choice? Definitely use the Adobe Suite. <laughs> I use like all the programs, which is why I have to keep paying for that thing. It's so expensive. Uh, but I definitely use the Adobe Suite. Uh, I love using different websites for inspiration like Behance, Dribble. I'm not really a Pinterest person. But I also use like pen and paper, things like that when I need to put something down. So I guess a mix of things. Would you say you are a messy person or an organized one? I think a little bit of both. It depends on what it is. Like if it's something that's easy to keep track of, then I'm usually really organized. But if it's a really, really like big thing, I'm trying to like figure out how to get started on something, then sometimes I can be a little messy. But um, I generally find like the more I care about something, the more organized I am. But like if it's something I don't care about, then I can be pretty messy. I found you when I was looking at Gayatri Sethi's book reveal. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very curious, what are the different kind of domains where you have done design work? This is the first time I worked on something that regards like a book. So uh, doing like the different uh, digital promotions, whether that be like a social media post or doing some print design for a book. That's This is the first time I worked on something like that. So that was a really cool and unique experience but I usually do like web design for nonprofits and mission-based organizations people who are trying to uh, do something in the sense of social good I do do some like print design but not as much as I do digital work I've done some things for movies now which is really cool and I hope to do some more like that yeah That's so I guess awesome. a little bit of everything thank you yeah. <laughs> and now if any of the listeners want to get into graphic design what tips or advice would you share with them yeah, I would definitely say like, I think graphic design is a really fun way to incorporate being creative and solving a problem um, and then having like your own art spin. But for me, I guess something that was hard for me is like some people would like call my graphic design like art. And I do think that art is a main part of graphic design, but I think the bigger part is the problem solving because I think art is something I do for myself and something I do to kind of like resist capitalism and you know, resist the urge to constantly produce and, and make more things. That's what I do art for. But when I'm working for my clients, I do specifically like design work in which I'm putting myself in their shoes and seeing how I can use my skills to help solve their problems. So 
So I think if like more designers, like people who want to be in design rather, would think about it from that aspect and maybe have the ability to just separate the art and design a little bit. I think it might be helpful just because for me in the beginning, I felt like, oh, like I don't want to sell my art. You know, I don't want to, you know, do my art for profit, sell all this stuff and, you know, just making money off of like my passion because then you could, you know, burn yourself out and things like that. But when I put myself in the problem solving mindset, I can kind of always recharge myself. I don't know. That, that's what helps me. And I feel like um, I learned a lot of that, a lot of those different inspirational ideas from the future, which is a YouTube page, but they're formerly a business called Blind Agency, I believe. So Chris Doe taught me a lot of compartmentalizing design and understanding how to like charge and do pricing and things like that. So I think there's just a lot to learn in design. And I don't know, you just need some professional advice before getting started. At least that's how I, I feel about it. Cause you know, I was just like, I didn't want to do art and then just sell it. I didn't want to just do design and sell it. I wanted to understand how I can help people. So I think if you approach design from like a helping people perspective, then, you know, you'll find that sometimes you don't always get so burnt out. That's definitely good advice because I also think there's some sort of confusion or overlap between art and design where at least beginners can get confused as in which lane to pick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, for me, like I didn't go to an art school. So sometimes like people would like judge me like, oh, well, you didn't take this. You don't know like like human anatomy, how to draw this, how to draw that. And for me, I was like, I don't really I, I feel like I need to know that if I want to do like art, you know, and, and sell my art professionally, like in a gallery or something. But like if you're a designer, I think the most important thing is to learn how to collaborate with other people. Like if you do need to do a project that is like specific about like drawing like people or, you know, doing faces or doing like an intense website or doing like this logo and stuff like that, if you can learn how to like, collaborate and use. Um, the different connections you have to the best of your ability, then you can assemble a team that can approach a problem and solve a problem efficiently rather than thinking you have to be good at every single thing or have like a million like areas of expertise and all types of art. And I don't, know, I don't really think it's necessary anymore. I used to think that and I was always trying to like get good at every single thing, but I don't know, it's just kind of impossible. <laughs> so <I was> like, <laughs> I'm going to give up on that. I'm just going to find, you know, people that I can work with that I can collaborate with and, you know, really bring the best solution to my clients. So I love that. We Thanks. do tend to often put more pressure on ourselves than needed. And this is yeah. good advice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that. <laughs> Thanks. What's something that you find challenging about this line of work? That's a good question. I think, I think there's lots of things that are challenging, but let me try to pick one. I guess one of the first things that I struggled with was learning how to value price design at first i was like doing things for like a hundred dollars or like you know i'll do your logo for fifty dollars or you know something like that and i don't think there's anything wrong with that essentially but it started getting to a point where i had to do like a million projects to make any kind of money at all and then i felt like i was undervaluing my like talent and skill but it really wasn't about like the client being the problem and i think some people say like all these clients don't value you or like or they don't see you know, design as being necessary or, you know, they just don't understand, like, that's not really their fault if they don't understand, like, where your design is necessary. I think you just have to find the client that works best for you, you know, develop those relationships, you know, get to know people, like, not just, like, sell, you know, your service, sell your product, but really, like, make those real connections with people, really try to understand what they're going through either in their business or their organization, and reaching out to those people who also, like, have that budget, have that project set aside to you know allocate time to working with you on something so I think once I figured that out you know I stopped looking at like like oh these some of these clients you know they're just like they just don't get it and it really wasn't about them 
because everybody's coming from a different background and that's okay. You know, just find the people that, you know, you can work with best and that you can service best and also that you can get something out of it in the end because, you know, you have to, you got to pay the bills. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay those bills. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Who are some of your favorite artists? Mm, I really love my sister who's an artist. She's a fine artist. She does printmaking and all other types of art. She's just like multi-talented, but Right now, she's really focusing on printmaking, and her art is awesome. But um, in terms of specific artists, I love, like, just looking online at, like, different, like, Black artists, just people who are, like, really involved and, you know, and passionate about what they're doing. So I don't have any, like, specific names, but, yeah, I, I just enjoy looking online and searching and seeing what people are doing on Instagram, and, you know, I'll follow people back here and there and, you know, just learning more about their craft. But I really, in terms of art that's outside of like my print art, I really love some like animation studios that inspire my work often. So I really love uh, the Line Animation Studio and Powerhouse. And there's a few others. I love like the Cartoon Network people. I don't know what the name is. Cartoon Network Studios. Yeah, there you go. I know I really like following a lot of different animators. Um, that inspires my work a lot. And, and I also love like music artists. I get a lot of inspiration from different music artists like Janelle Monet. I can't think of any other right now because my brain is going blank, but she just <laughs> popped up in my head. But when I was first getting started in like trying to do some more like art on paper, I used to listen to a lot of her music. So yeah, I, I guess it's just like I, I get inspiration from different artists in different fields, but I don't follow a lot of like specific like graphic artists or like print or digital artists as much, but just more like outside of the actual digital art field, I guess. And for our last question, if you were to pick one interesting life experience to share, what would you tell us today? Recently, I got to work on this really cool project for this movie with HBO. And it was really cool. Um, it wasn't just with HBO, it was with Picture Motion. They were um, heading the project. And they found me um, through a website that my past client had put me on and was promoting my work on there and things like that and put my contact information on. I usually work in smaller groups, you know, with smaller budgets and things like that. So I think that was like the first project that I worked on that was like like a much bigger budget. So for me, it was just like kind of inspiring to myself because I was like, oh, you know, like if I, you know, keep making connections with people and I support their work and they support my work and we like support each other and help each other. Then, you know, I'll get that back in the universe as well. And I felt like, like at that point, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm actually like doing what I said, like I wanted to do, like reaching those people I wanted to reach. So I, I felt like it was like a, a really cool success for me. Just like being able to, I, I don't want, I wouldn't call it leveling up or anything like that, but I guess there's like sort of like a checklist that people try to do in the design world, like do this one, do this project, do this project and keep going up. Like when you're learning about like being a, a freelance designer, because I don't work for an agency. There's like little steps you try to take um, in order to become like a successful like solo agency, what people call it. And I've been trying to like follow those different tips. And, you know, it wasn't working for a really long time. And then finally, like it started working. And then I was like, oh, you know, I, I feel like I can finally like be a little bit more independent and do things for myself. And, you know, maybe I don't have to enter like some big agency work like nine to six, five days a week, um, which really like drains people in general but um yeah. especially like can drain you in the creative field because you already feel like you should be passionate about it and then we have no time and energy then you're just like losing your passion in your passion field or, or whatever so I felt like I was finally like getting the lesson that I was supposed to be learning uh becoming like an independent uh, designer or becoming like a soul agency so to speak so I felt like getting that project I was like oh I'm you know I'm, I'm doing it and yeah it just inspires me to keep going so 
I guess that's an interesting life experience. Yeah, that, that's great. Like, you know what you're worth, you know what you're good at. It kind of is empowering in some way. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's cool. And, you know, another, like, interesting life experience, too, for me was when I was traveling, I went to Dubai to visit some of my friends. I really was inspired by um this Islamic design, like, with the building. And I really loved how, like, the colors came together and, like, the different structures in the buildings. And, and even though, like, it wasn't about, like, you know, graphic design. It was just like seeing like how much like honor people put into their projects and their not only their places of worship, but you know, also just like into the cities and into like communal spaces, like reminded me to like stay inspired in my own design work and, and to really think of the people that I'm trying to service. And I hadn't been like so many places in the world. So, you know, getting to go to Dubai and learn so much about the culture um, and just like about different like design techniques for different like architectural buildings inspired me to like keep thinking deeper about my own design. So yeah, I thought that was kind of cool too. <laughs> Thank you for answering my questions. Before we end the episode, if listeners want to work with you or just get in touch with you, how can they do that? Yeah. So um, my website is my name.com. So com, And I also have a link in my bio. So you can just click that and there's a contact form on my website. So, but my DMS are open ish. So can always message me there <laughs> it's like such a weird thing like my dms are open like i'm trying like not to say that but <laughs> yeah they're, i guess they're open like whose dms aren't open but yeah so thank you again for being a guest on the podcast it was really great talking to you yeah great talking with you as well thanks for having me thank you for listening to our conversation today hope you enjoyed getting to know our guest as much as i did you can also watch a video version of this conversation on 11 Questions YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you like this episode, please leave a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at 11QuestionsPod for more videos and updates. And I'll be back next week with a new guest. Bye!